This side can lift you up. We can show you what you want to see and review things that shouldn't be like this album. Hi, Josh. Hey, Danny. I think we learned something. Yeah. We can't, we can't just pick albums at random. So on the last episode, listeners, we realized that there was a Capital Cities album we had not listened to called Solar Eyes. Yep. <laughs> and we were like... Oh, we're a week off from when we're having our guest on. I guess we should pick an album. Oh, let's do Solar Eyes. Let's do Solar Eyes. Well, I think we were talking about... Uh, I don't know what we were talking about. But I said, what's Capital City's been up to? And then it's like, oh, they had an album come out. I had no idea. Well, there's a reason why we had no <laughs> idea. Um I mean, we can go into more backstory, but just so you guys know, we were both very big fans of Capital, C- Capital City's first album. Yeah, uh, I so I have that in my personal history here. Uh, I said, you know, in the early 2010s, um, Safe and Sound was everywhere, and yeah. uh, it was a monster, and... Right around that, a little bit later. So that song actually came out like a couple years before the the album dropped. But then, um, and a tidal wave of mystery came out right around the time. I think a little bit before we lived together, and that was actually one of the first. I think maybe you had it, but then I. It was like one of the not one of the first albums I've ever bought, but definitely. Us living together was when my album buying like really took off. Yeah. Um, and that was like that was around the start of like the catalyst for that. I just got it a few years ago on vinyl. I never I had never owned it before. I was always jealous of you. Oh, maybe maybe you didn't have it, but you definitely like I think you're the person that like turned me on to the rest of the album. I think I it's all so foggy. And I'm sure you guys can understand, or not understand, predict. We weren't big fans of this album, this yeah, current we, album. We kind of, spoiler alert, we kind of already gave that away. But I even went back yesterday and listened to the first album to make sure it wasn't just a, a flash in the pan. But no, I, I love that first album still. I love it. Every single song. I listened to Safe and Sound and Kangaroo Court. And Farrah Fawcett hair, come Farrah on. Farrah Fawcett hair. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I remember the lyric, or not the lyrics, the singles to this coming out like the summer before. And I, I feel like I remember talking about those with you and like liking them, but not yeah, being liking blown away. as much as some other stuff. I mean, not everything has Andre 3000 on it, so that automatically degrades I mean, he's the only quality. on one song, right? I know, but I, I mean, I feel like Farrah Fawcett hair was definitely the... It's one of my favorites on that the album. The one that came out of that original album that I was like, oof, this is something. So, um, but Solar Eyes, you know... We don't really have any personal history besides that, right? Yeah, my personal history is just that we knew the album before and liked it. 
chat. <laughs> All right. Well, what is is there any stat sheets on this bitch? <laughs> uh, yeah. So I mean, basically, uh, where am I looking? Here we are. Um, this is a second studio album. It was released August 10th of 2018, and like I said, there was a EP the summer before, and this album is basically like the tracks from the EP, you know, and then some more. Um, are this album, but there's no, uh, there's not that I only found like one review of the album oh was it good yeah no the album the the review was good um and i found one interview with them from rolling stone from not from the rollout of this album but the rollout of the ep where they were like talking about this album and what's going to happen with it you know but even at that time it didn't seem like they thought it was going to take them like a whole nother year to put it out i don't Um, know why yeah (sighs) but there's definitely it's not a complete stinker so we can get but we'll get into that (laughs) i need to share my screen so we can share the audio of this wonderful album that we're about to talk about (laughs) oh man like i'm a pretty optimistic guy and I try to give pretty happy, good reviews. This was a hard one to be positive about. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what Chris Caraba thinks of this album. Uh, hope he's not friends with Capital Cities. It's hard to say. You know, I honestly, I honestly thought that you were going to like it and that I was just going to be alone in my feelings. But Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Should we get started on the tracks, sir? All right, let's do it. Track one, Space. 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 This song's about Elon Musk. Spacey, man. Spaced out. All right. We got some major lo-fi hip-hop influences in this. It's an okay start to this album. And then I redacted that and said it's one of the only songs I like. out of, And then I don't even like it that much. But it's it's tolerable. Toler- yeah. Uh, it's missing that happy dance feel almost every song on tidal wave of mystery had almost wouldn't have known this was capital cities if you played this track for me without like i mean i would have because his voice is very distinct but ah what did you think so i think one of the things that really shined on the first album was it's kind of funky it's like horns on a lot of the tracks and that you that happens on this album too um it's there's nothing wrong with this song. And that's what's wrong with this song. Like, it's vanilla. It's kind of bland. It's just, it's an okay. It's like, 
I'd expect to hear this in a department store or something. Oh, I've got notes on that later. On a on a playlist on a, at like a restaurant, like it's offending song, but it also doesn't really do anything to move you. Like if I were if I were to describe it in one word, it would be lacking. Yep, I agree with that. It had the skeleton of what. God, I'm already feeling gu- we're on track one, and I'm already feeling guilty about being mean about this album. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We've um, never given an album a completely bad review before. I never thought it would have been a Capital Cities album, but we uh, have to do the other album just to redeem. Yeah, I guess we could take the moment right here and say this is not a bad band. We just think this is a bad album. Track two, Swimming Pool Summer. So this is one of the songs off the EP. This is off the EP. Do you keep, do I cut out when I'm talking? No. Because you keep kind of freezing and then going again. Hmm. Is my audio cutting out or just my video? Your audio and your video are freezing and then, I don't know. It's not like a lot, but I noticed it. So I'm just making sure. Uh, it was happening when I was podcasting the other day too. I, my internet's not never been great. So, all right. Uh, my thoughts on this. First off, I said, "Oh, there's the horns I love," and then I went to, "This feels like a Chromeo B side." You know the band Chromeo or no? No, I do not. Okay. Overall, the lyrics seem really dumb and lacking. It feels like it'd be. Used in a summer vibe clothing commercial, like an Abercrombie, like people frolicking on the beach for a second. Like, take out the violin and horns in this song, and it could have been a Harry Styles, like, track he didn't use on an album. Very sugary indie pop crap. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it starts out, and I'm, vi- I'm vibing better than the last one. Starts strong. The 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 groove but and i like the but i i like the the feel of a when i think like a pool party vibe that i want i'm not thinking like the chateau and champagne and that just sounds lame to me um but i'm wondering do you think that they're like tripping in this song is this song about Drugs? Is this song about doing drugs with somebody or about drugs or? I think you're thinking too deeply about what the song could be about. I think it's just, hey, we want to make a swimming or a summer song. Let's see if that takes off. Well, but but we have she calls attention to her van. My brain. Um, her eyes are laser beaming me, sp- suspending all reality. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I want to take the heat. Yeah. Just trying to look for different things to talk about. (laughs) That's a big (laughs) 
theme in this song and then also in that stupid sunburn song, which we'll get to later. <laughs> they just love the heat. Hot. <laughs> yeah, I have nothing else on this one. This, again, was really disappointing. I was like, oh, no, what did we do? Like We chose this album at this point on track two. I was like, ooh. All right, track three, My Name is Mars. All right. If you take out his lyrics and the content, lyrical content of the song, I wouldn't hate it. It's got a little bit of a disco feel to it. It's got that synth that's pretty sick in it. Uh, but really, are we making a song about a Roman god of war? And then the who, what, where? I don't like. I don't. Like oh, those. that was the worst. It's just. It's more than a little silly. It's annoying. The bridge is that dumb Friday night bad man, bad man Friday night, Friday night bad man. Is that oh, the spoken so, part? Yeah. Uh, so so I, wrote, I, I wrote I don't like the spoken part and I so I, and I actually got a I have a um a timestamp for that. I was gonna play a Yes, please do. Uh, sun, moon and the stars. Don't worry about Mars. Rome wasn't built in a day. It wasn't built in a night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Romulus, Remus, it's okay. Venus, the star. I've heard, I've heard enough. Then he just goes on to saying, Friday night, bad man. Bad man, Friday night. Friday night, bad man. <laughs> it's something. It tries really hard to be funky, but I think there's... And like you said, I think if you change the lyrics, it might work. I mean, I think Roman mythology, Greek mythology... You know, Norris mythology, all that is really interesting and cool, but do I want a disco song about it? Maybe, but it didn't turn out the way I would expect it. Well, I feel a little hypocritical because I love when Ghost does it. Oh, that's true. (laughs) But they don't make a disco out of it. But it's, uh, I don't know. I go to, they also don't say that, like, the devil's going to town on a bomb ass track or song or whatever. Like, I don't know. I didn't think I'd hear uh, Romulus and Remus uh, referenced on an indie pop song anytime soon. This might be my least favorite track on the album. Mm. Yeah. You know, I'm not sure what I'm, I'm going to, going to reserve judgment for now because I can't remember. That's why I said might be. But let's keep it moving on with the weird lyric contents. Trek 4, Venus and River. I 
I let those do's go for a second because I wrote, I like the do, 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 and I couldn't remember what that was. <laughs> and I was like, I bet it's right after the chorus. This one, um, I was a little like, why are we writing a song about River Phoenix? Although I like looked at the lyrics and the, uh, like the whole song is like references to River Phoenix. So I was like, okay, that's fine. I mean, I can't knock it because it's not a celebrity that I care about. Like, yeah, if it was a song about you McGregor, I'd be like, this is an awesome song. So, um, but I like when I first heard it, I was like, is saying I'm River Phoenix just like a random throwaway in the chorus? But no, like there's several references to like uh, roles that he's played and like um, stuff like that. So um, this one's not bad. I I like the melody of the chorus. Um, why did I write? I wrote Rising Like the Moon. Why did I write that? I don't remember. I don't even I don't see that in the lyrics either. Oh well. <laughs> so I had this epiphany here that I feel like the lyrics were written by Rivers Como for this whole album because Weezer's songs are dumb, but some of them work really well, honestly. Like Yeah. But if you really look at a lot of Weezer albums and Weezer songs, the songs are dumb and make no sense in the long run. Some of them do. And I'm like, well, on their first album, like Kangaroo Court was kind of nonsensical, but it still was a jam. Like, I don't understand why. Why is it not catching on me here the way it was back then or with that album? And I can't figure it out. I just Capital City's lyrics on this album are pissing me off. Like, I, I got it, too, about River Phoenix. I feel like they only made it about River Phoenix because it rhymed with the word Venus for their chorus. Yeah, I well, I think um, I think Venus is the word that they put in there. I think cause that, just because there's so many other references to River Phoenix in the song. Yeah. I, I do think this is one of the better tracks. And like you said, the groove is real fun. I like the sax breakdown towards the end of the song, too. Yeah. So that's that song. It's it's okay. All right. Positive, <laughs> positive notes. Track five, Levitate. Oh, this one I, we're just going to play from the start. I played the beginning because the beginning makes me think of Daft Punk. <laughs> All right. So this is probably my favorite track on the album. It's funky, chill vibes about drinking while feeling stressed out or sad or just using alcohol as an escape, whatever. The guitar solo is solid. The synths are wild. The vocals are great. The lyrics are simple. But this feels more Capital Cities than anything else on the album, like the way he sings it. Um, did you not like the song as much? <laughs> no, I do. I'm I, no, I wrote notes and I don't remember. Like, 
I wrote notes that I don't remember what they mean now. I said I write I like the OOOs before the guitar breakdown, but I don't know what kind of OOOs they are. So, but um, the guitar sounds flat on purpose, and I don't love it. I know that that's what they're going for, but you know, and that's basically what they're doing. It's like straight from the start, but no, it's uh it's it's a decent song not my favorite i i i think the thing is is that it, it sounds like daft punk at the beginning and i'm like hell yeah and then it's not daft punk and i'm like oh <laughs> oh daft punk where'd you go all right track six drop everything drop Oh, I know why. Because I I put the beginning in here because I love. So the beginning we kind of just heard the beginning, but I love the be- the beginning does that, but it also it's like fading in. Yeah. Like I love that that effect where it's like muffled and then it comes becomes clear, and I'm talking over it so we can't hear it anyway. But. Wait, your other time stamp wasn't the sick horn solo at the end? Well, no, I do the choruses usually. The 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 horns are good though. Oh, that's such a good horn solo. Okay, this song's got club hit elements and still, I don't know. I like the song. I could see myself going back to it. It's not my favorite song in the world, but at this point, in the album was like, okay, are we getting into a better album here? Is this is this something I'm gonna enjoy from this point on? It has a cute theme and has elements of what I've already enjoyed about this band sprinkled in throughout it. Always love a good use of evocator. And like I said, that sick horn solo at the end. You should find it. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> we got time to kill. We're going through this quick. This one harkens back to the first album. This could have been yeah. on the first album. And this is one of the pre-releases. This was on the that was released in the summer before. Um The only thing I don't like about this song, well, there's two things. I well, I have a funny note and then um there's the so the thing I don't the one thing I don't like, I don't like when he adds the extra syllables to words to make them rhyme. Like I used to think about my finances. Now you supply <laughs> all my demands. As I was like, don't do that. Figure out, make them. Figure out a different way to make it work. Uh, and I, it cracks me up when. So this album came out uh, in 2018, and the song came out in 2017. And I don't know when they wrote the song, but when he's like, even if the president says, I was like, I wouldn't be listening to the president anyway. It's Trump. What do you? Yeah. But. I was like, you're not, it's not the brag that you think it is. <laughs> do you think you they need to not. add more? You better not. Do you think they need to add more vowels to this song? No, there's enough later on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Track seven. Just say when. 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 <laughs> add enough. 
No, Josh, I wanted you to play Capital Cities, not a really bad Imagine Dragons song. Ooh. (laughs) Does that not sound like a really shitty Imagine Dragons song? I don't know enough Imagine Dragons music to... You know Thunder and the Lightning. (laughs) I mean, barely. I don't know a lot of Imagine Dragons either, but this sounds like a bad version of one of their songs. So yeah, Palm to the face this is when i was like oh never mind i'm not excited anymore after drop everything and levitate yeah it's a it's a low point it's the most unmotivating motivational song i've ever heard my only note was horns are a good addition yeah i have a note later and i don't care if i use it now this says the horns are trying so hard to carry this album yep the horn's back hurts. <laughs> All right, track eight. Can we just skip track eight? No, track eight, Girl Friday. She's my girl. Wii music. Nintendo Wii music. I will say one high point, the only high point to this song, because I have a lot of mean things to say, is that the bass line is pretty sick in this song. But, I mean, not sick. It's it's pretty good in this song. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is the worst reimagining of a 50s school dance song I've ever heard. <laughs> I see Rick Ross is on a later version of this song. I'm not excited to hear that. The simplest background sound possible with the most bubblegum shit lyrics I've ever heard. Well, and I think I, I see. I said it was like we the back music was like we music. And um, that second verse is so douchey. I think we fell in love outside your favorite vegan spot in a brand new Tesla hot box in the parking lot. Ooh, you look so hella sexy at Coachella. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong when you hit the bong and you want to sing along. Ugh. I feel like they were writing this album, or at least the song, for hipsters, but then they're so on the nose that hipsters are going to hate it. Not saying we're hipsters, but I'm saying like the people uh, that they're trying to describe there. I guess. Something. Ugh. I don't tra- have anything else to say. Me either. Track 9, Gatekeeper Julie. Hey Julie, we want to say thank you for putting us on the radio And tell JJ that we send our regards He was such a nice dude, made us feel at home You're the gatekeeper, Julie, the gatekeeper And one day, regular rotation Woof Okay so I have some opinions on this. I actually really enjoyed this song until the singing came in. 
Like I like the Jim Sveg uh, spoken word parts. It reminded I me don't. of like, oh, I, it reminded me of like Daft Punk. They're kind of cool, and the beat is pretty sick. But then he comes in with that like moody boss. The, mono- the, the monotone. Yeah. Oh, I hate it. Like it almost gave me Farrah Fawcett hair vibes until he started singing, like the song itself. Yeah. But God, that chorus! I was hoping you weren't even going to play the chorus and just play like a different part of the song. Well, I wanted everyone to hear the monotone and then also the chorus because it's not good. And uh, yeah, I don't like the monotone. I it's it's a uh, totally video game background music. It's like Streets of Rage, but not yeah, like I could see that. But not like a good level. Um, and I, yeah, I don't like the talking and I don't like the monotone. I like the talking and I think the concept of the song isn't bad. It's about like, you know, a DJ who helps get people on, like gets famous because she's the gatekeeper to like, yeah, show, but playing your maybe, music on the radio, maybe but, make her a song that's good enough to play on the radio. So <laughs> as a real tribute. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even feel guilty saying I don't like that one. I don't like that one. <laughs> Track 10. Only if you want. It is it only yeah. if you want it. Oh, I can see your tongue, your tongue, your tongue. You can see my lips, my lips, my lips. Just say something. Only if you want it. Yes, I really want it. Yes, I really want it. Only if you want it. Just when I what, every time I see that title, I just think, ah, even the Easy E song is better. Yeah, I think this was their attempt at a sexy song. It did not work. Um, I will say the saxophone is pretty nice in it. That's the only thing carrying this song. It's my favorite song of the last three. <laughs> Of the last three, like, of Only If You Want It, Gatekeeper Julie, and Girl Friday. It's the t- the top one of those three. Oh, I like Gatekeeper Julie more, even with that terrible chorus. But, yeah, I didn't like the song either. Any other notes on it? I have, I literally have no notes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I track... think I was, I, I was stupefied by this point. Track 11, Drifting, like we are in going through this album. <laughs> I didn't love this one. It's 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 fine. It's kind of like that the first one. It's like uh, I well I have the same kind of opinion of it's like it's fine but it's pretty mild although like after the last couple songs it's it's better yeah um that french phrase at the very beginning uh that she, that she says is uh is <laughs> uh, married to my daughter is what it means oh so well, that's weird yeah I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, this song is 
all right. It's got cool effects and a groove, solid verse, but that chorus is something else. I don't, I don't know. I'm not a fan of that, but like I, I you nailed it when you said after the last couple, like this was like a okay, okay, <laughs> yeah. That's all I've got on drifting. I got more on the next one. How about that? Track 12, Sunburn Surrender. Tender. Here we are with the fire again. Yeah. There's a pyro. Maybe they just like hung out on a beach for for the five years they between albums. They're yeah. like, you know what? Let's just listen to all of our songs and make similar style songs, but just not quite to that level. And write this, songs about sunburns. They, they wrote this song uh for a um a commercial for Aloe. Vera. Did uh, they really? No, they didn't. <laughs> could be. Never what does know. Pretender My Sunburn Surrender even mean? Like, did you read an interview? What does it mean? No. I actually only have one interview quote for one song, and it's the next one. Oh. This one. Um, nope. Pretender My Sunburn Surrender. I have no idea. Your guess is as good as mine. I I did not like this song. You know what it is? It's when what happened is, you know, they they used to tan a lot. Like they'd go to the tanning salon and that was back before you like, you know, they used to say, "Oh, tanning's better for you. Tanning beds better for you than like being on the sun because you know, you don't burn as easily." But then they found out about, you know, UVA and UVB rays and how this the tanning bed is actually way worse for you than the sun and this is them <laughs> saying oh you're a pretender my you set me on fire my sunburn surrender that's that's what it's about i'll go with it because it's a better explanation than anything they've given us so they've given us nothing <laughs> <laughs> all right track 13 vowels let's get this one over with oh you don't like vowels <laughs> <laughs> Elmo loves this song. I was just about to say the only way I would like this song is if it was on Sesame Street or Yo Gabba Gabba or something. Uh, This song is it makes me so mad. How is this the most listened to song on the album? It's just lazy writing, not even cool effects. The trumpets and synth synth can't even save this child or this children's nursery rhyme. It is garbage. Oscar the Grouch, take it back to Sesame Street. That's what I wrote. (laughs) 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 Uh, Man, anytime anyone talks about Oscar the Grouch, I just think of that that stand-up bit where uh, Dave Chappelle says... Like and those kids are like Oscar, you're such a grouch. He's like, bitch, I live in a fucking trash can. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, 
so this was I don't know if it's a single, but it's on that EP. Um, and it was actually so you know how like sports games have like soundtracks on them, like sports. This video was games. on one. So this is on. Well, so they do a lot of especially. Um, FIFA does like a lot of indie pop stuff on theirs, and this is on my FIFA game. So I've heard this song. I think I heard this song a shit ton before I even realized it was Capital Cities. Um, so yeah, this song is very much drilled into my brain. Um, I think it's catchy, but it's lazy. Yes. Um, yes. So. But I, I do, thinking about it like it's on Sesame Street makes it funnier to me. Um, and they forget about sometimes why. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> what are you going to do? When they don't even say you, they say ooh, you know? Yeah. Wait, did they even say I? A, E, I, ooh. They don't say, they don't say E or I. They don't. They say I. I don't. Play it again. Play it again. We gotta make sure they got their vowels right. A. O. Oh, whoa. E. And then O, which O is technically U. No I either. No I. Oh, this is just terrible. There's no I in team, Danny. I think second or third grade teachers everywhere are pissed off at this song. Can't even use this in their lesson plans. <laughs> well, uh, so this is the one that I do have a quote for. Um, oh, good. So uh, Merchant, who's one of the two dudes, I don't know his first name because I just copied the quote. Uh, he said, I was dating this girl and things were not going great. The day I wrote it, I called up this girl and asked her plainly, what's going on between us? Unfortunately, the relationship ended after that. This song, it literally came two hours after having this painful conversation. It's about having so many things on your mind that you're unable to express it in words. <laughs> I wish people could see Danny's face. How about you change the course to like, you leave me, I love you. I can't live without you. See how, like, it was terrible what I just did? But it's more progressive than what they did there. That's, that's, yeah. I mean, you should be in this group. I mean, I can't do nearly the work they did on their first album, so I can't even say that. All right, track 14. Good enough. <laughs> When I think aloud, I know it's good enough. I know it's good enough. It's good enough for me now. It's good enough for me now. It's good enough for me now. Need a lighter. It's good enough for me They should really not put this as the last full song on their album that's repeating good enough for me when the whole album feels like a subpar attempt at a sound they mastered once. This is not good enough for anyone. This is good enough for him, then that's sad. Sorry, that was my last rant. 
no, I well, I, you know, I think I said it uh, on our last album that we did that I I don't love ending an album with slow songs usually. Yeah. Um. So I said what might be the meanest thing I've said. I'm gonna say it's not really mean, but I it what well, maybe it is. Say it. I think like the melody that they're working with on this is good. I think most but, melodies in these songs are all right. Yeah. But they like, it's like good enough is a perfect, a perfect title because it's like, they didn't finish it. They didn't, they should have added more complexity to the lyrics. Um, and so here's the mean thing. So I know that they started their career as writing jingles for commercials like that's what they did before capital cities was like a, a really a thing and i i'm like man i feel like they should have they would have done really well to sell this song to a better vocalist who could do more with it because oh. this could have been like a really powerful song but they don't you know they're not they're good singers, but they're not great singers. And I think when you're doing like a stripped down ballad and you don't have as much to compliment your voice, you know, I don't know. Yeah. This might, like if Lady Gaga was singing this, it would have been a banger, even without the added words. Yeah, I could see that. I just on an album that d- felt very phoned in, I think it's not cool to end it on a song called good enough like basically just admitting it's good enough you know we we did it it's good enough let's put it in the books so there are two more songs on this album uh and one of them is girl friday featuring rick ross did you listen to it i did listen to it because i was curious i don't love ross he's rick ross he's not the worst rapper ever though uh, I will say, so he basically, he does that verse that I said was douchey, but it's completely rewritten to kind of fit him more. And he does improve the song, I think. It's a very low bar. <laughs> Do we want to hear the rap? Sure. Okay. Biggest boss. Yeah, I love this. I think we fell in love outside of Wingstop. Put the joint up, then I hop right out the T-top. You're looking like something that I could deal with. Get between your thighs, maybe had a happy meal with. Either way, I gotta put you on the calendar. Take you on a tour, so somebody call my manager. Biggest boss, got my shirt off off at Coachella. Biggest blunts, everybody got their own fetish. So we had the concert at the frat house. Drink with live music till we passed out. Everybody rocking with the big boss. Let's roll another joint soon as class out. Said this year we wanna do it bigger. So you came and got the right on stage and I'm looking for the best kitties. Put your middle finger up for capital cities. So it's funny because they say like we're outside of V. It just makes their original verse even douchier because they're like we're outside a vegan spot in the Tesla, you know. And he's like, I met you outside a wing stop. Hopped out the T-top or whatever. There's that one line in there where he de- he's like rhyming every line. And then he says, take my shirt off at Coachella. Everyone has their own fetish. And I'm like, you didn't even try to write something that rhymes right <laughs> there. And it, and it, it like, because it's the only thing that doesn't fit something else. And I'm like, what happened there? Like, 
but like I said, not not amazing, but definitely better than the original, I think. So my note for this, because I listened to it too, was I just realized because I like the background music and the groove to most of the songs on this album, if they would have just sold this album without them singing to a rapper, it would have been kind of sick. Yeah. Like, I don't even like Rick Ross that much, but him rapping over what they were doing sounded pretty good. Yeah. Like, can you imagine if, like, they gave this to, like, Andre 3000 to just sing over or Childish Gambino? I don't know. Gambino does enough. His his music sounds so good that this would have it would have sounded bad by compare. You'd have been like, what is this? <laughs> what is this Casio keyboard? Fake, <laughs> fake horns bullshit. So and then there's a swimming pool summer remix. I didn't even I listen, listen to, to that. It. I listened to it once. It's trippy. It's it's whatever. Play me just a little clip of it. I because I didn't listen to it at all. Whoops. Gotta get that. I break a sweat at the chateau. <laughs> a party crowd that I don't know. I actually think I like it better than the original. I think I do too. Yeah. All right, so let's rate this album. <laughs> Three. I'm going to give it a two. There were like three or four songs I... I wouldn't say enjoyed, but no, I'd say enjoyed, not loved. Yeah. Like if they had an EP of just space, Venus river, levitate and drop everything. That would kind of dig that EP. Yeah. (laughs) I'm, I feel the same with maybe slightly different songs. I'd probably say drop everything. I'm still gonna go with vowels, because it's still <sighs> it's still catchier than most of the stuff. Venus is good. Venus and River is pretty good. Um, Girl Friday and vowels just make me mad. Both those songs just make me mad every time I hear them. But I didn't play like Madden or whatever it was that you played where it drilled in my head. FIFA. Sir. Oh, sorry, FIFA. I'm a man of culture. The beautiful, <laughs> the beautiful you like game. Real football. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, boy. What a time to be alive. Yeah. Like, I don't even want to spend time making artwork for this. (laughs) I will, though. So that was was (laughs) our worst album I think we've ever reviewed, in my opinion. Mm. Can you think of a worse one off the top of your head? Is it worse than... uh... The one we did with Shakuna? Yeah, actually. Because I held back a little bit on that because I didn't want to offend our guest. (laughs) So. Yeah, it's definitely close. So. And I know... Uh, uh, the the VIPs who listen, I don't I don't think they're really into this kind of music either. So they're they're gonna be like, oh, why did you? 
even do this album. We gave it a try. So. Well, do you have anything else? Yeah, I've got uh, one thing I just want to mention right now. Uh, I want people to know, and I'm sure you're with me on this, that we are allies when it comes to anything that may come from the stupid Supreme Court situation that's happening right now? Yes. Um, I can't imagine how scary and terrifying it is for a lot of people in this world to hear the concept or even the idea of overturning Roe versus Wade. It's messed up. I just want to say we're here with you and this fucking sucks. Yeah. (laughs) And I mean... The bodily autonomy of of women and people who uh, can get pregnant, um, you know, uh, is just the start. Like this is a uh, this 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 kind of dismantling will will only lead to the right trying to take away other freedoms. Yeah. Too. Old white um, men should it be policing anyone's body to begin with, too. But no. Um, and it's, you know, yeah, I don't know. It's been a, it's been a wild, uh, it's been a wild day. And, you know, we, we let, uh, men legislate women's bodies when, you know, a hundred percent of unwanted pregnancies come from men ejaculating irresponsibly. Is that a real term? <laughs> yeah. You think about it, like, yeah. you know. Um, I I have a vasectomy. I think every man should get a vasectomy. <laughs> yeah. And then reversible. when you're ready to have a family, you, you get unvasectomized. Yeah, exactly. 100%. <laughs> um, I think it's fitting also that I only have two songs on my weekly rewind, and they're both female artists. And one song's called All Comes Crashing, and the other one's called Fucking Up What Matters. <laughs> And it's Metric. I love Metric. And they're back. And the song is called All Comes Crashing. Really sweet. Let's have Josh play it. Just from the start? Yeah. I didn't get timestamps. You can skip ahead a few. I like that guitar. I had a feeling you didn't know Metric that well, but they're very like synth pop rock. And they haven't put out anything I've listened to in a long time. They, I used to love them. And then the other one is Tegan and Sarah, and the song is Fucking Up What Matters. You're like a tattoo, something I can undo. I hope I got under your skin, too. I'm not trying to destroy us, I just hate what we've become Without you I feel empty, but around you I feel numb I treat you like a credit card I can't afford I drain you like a bank account until there's nothing more I'm fucking up with
Those are my only two weekly rewinds. I just thought, I mean, I picked those days ago, but I thought it was very fitting with everything going on. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> Timing. Yeah. So I only listened to a little bit of this, but I, I think I liked what I heard. And I'm usually jazzed anytime Lady Gaga puts out new music, but she has a song that's going to be on the Maverick soundtrack. Ooh. Which I'm, I'm like, I saw a picture of her, like, giving Tom Cruise a kiss on the cheek. And she was like, oh, thank you so much, my friend, or something. And I was like, oh, Lady Gaga, don't start hanging out with weirdos. Like, you're the right kind of weirdo. Don't hang out with the weirdo weirdos. <laughs> the worst so, kind of weirdos. Yeah, the worst kind. Let's, um, I'm going to play with it a little bit and see what it's, is a good spot to play. I'm not sure. Hold my hand. Everything will be okay. I'm going to go for it a little bit. I heard from the with you. I won't let go till the I like it. It's exciting. Yeah. Top Gun, you know, Top Gun. Uh, say what you will about the Top movie. Gun. Say what you will about the movie, but man, that that uh, soundtrack is that soundtrack is fire through the fire. Oh, did you also notice while we're on awesome female artists that that Miley Cyrus live album? They dropped six new songs in it. Wait, excuse me, what? Hold yeah, on. please hold. Uh, so and it came all up six in my new. Are amazing. And it came I, up in my new my new music, and I was like, "Yeah, I already heard it, guys." Like and, I didn't like the song "Fly on the Wall" before, but they uh, added that in her live version, and it's dope. But yeah, the oh, last no. six songs they added. What the fuck do I do? Or do I know? Mother, daughter, ex, boys don't cry. You take two. Nothing breaks like a heart. Angels like you and fly on the wall. Oh and wow! Angels like you. Wait, let me make sure. I think Angels Like You is dedicated to Ukraine. Okay. Like the live version, but it's so good. Like, I want this oh, on vinyl. Oh, that's very exciting. So, it started playing in my release. That actually started playing in my release radar the other day. Angels Like You. And I'm not going to lie. I think I listened to the whole album through, like, one time. But then I was just, like, playing the covers, like, over and over again. And, um... And it, she's like talking to the crowd, and she says like, you know, oh, this just went, uh, this just went number one on iTunes or whatever. So I we added it to the playlist for you guys to, like tonight or whatever. Um, so that's interesting. I'm very. This is very exciting. Yeah, because before it ended with Party in the USA, and the, yeah, like I also had one on my, but it was what the fuck do I know? And I was like, wait, I don't remember that hearing that live, which I thought was weird. Yeah, I'm not super like super familiar with her music outside of the hits but um yeah no that's ex- um i'll be i'll be checking that out just miley just keep releasing seriously live stuff however if she keeps releasing these live songs and then puts it on vinyl it's gonna be like a four lp 90 dollar album which i'll Whatever. still buy yeah but. 
worth it. Yeah. Well, that's all I've got. You got anything else? Nah. Sorry, listeners, that this was kind of a downer episode, a terrible album, and dealing with shitty world current events. But next week, we'll be back with our buddy Vinyl Dad off TikTok, and we're going to be doing an episode where we each bring 10 musical songs, either stage or movie. I am... What a, you remember what I said to you when you told me yes. that? Yeah. I said, I hope he likes Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I'm trying really hard to, uh, think of some stuff. Um, cause I, I do know some musicals, but, uh, I don't, I'm definitely not like a, a musical buff and man, I'm like, I, I, I had in college, I was in choir and so I was friends with like a bunch of the theater kids and a bunch of the choir, like the music major people. And I went to a lot of stuff. So I, I have to like go back through the memory banks and think like, okay, when we went to the, like what songs did I like from when they would do like a Broadway review every year. And so they would, you know, it'd be just some medley of like set pieces for, with like one musical number from different shows. And so I have to like really scan back in the memory, like, okay, what's, what songs from those shows did I, did I like, how can I find those? I, feel uncultured because i have no broadway like i i i love musicals i have when it comes to movies i have a ton of, i'm like that's gonna be my whole 10 playlist is musical songs but i've never besides like seeing evil dead the musical on stage i've never really seen a musical on stage mm, see i had enough friends in high school and in college that were in theater that i you know, been to a lot of stuff. Plus, used to take the Hope members to the Croswell, and then I would know like four or five people in the play too, kind of thing. So, but a lot. Luckily for you, a lot of musicals that are movies were stage. Yeah. First, so you're, you know, like I really want to see the Book of Mormon because I love the South Park guys. Yeah. And I haven't listened to it because I know you can listen to it, but I was like, that's something I kind of want to see when it comes to Detroit instead of listening to it. Yeah. So I, I'm not going to listen to it until I actually see the stage show. But you know, it's cool that I realized when I was thinking through this, um, there was, I think it was West End, which is like, I'm pretty sure is like the the England version of Broadway, West yeah. End. And the, I I think it was there. It might have been somewhere else. I should I should just look this up instead of just pulling it out of my butt. But <laughs> there. Uh, there was a version somewhere of um, Jesus Christ Superstar. I've also never listened to any of that. Um, where Mel C. from <gasps> Spice Girls played Mary Magdalene and sings some songs. So that'll probably be on your list. I'm yeah. I mean, I'm, I think I'm just gonna have to make that work. I don't know if I want to put Blame Canada or Shut Your Fucking Face Uncle Fucker from South Park the Musical on. I have to decide. <laughs> because I'm cultured. I mean, that's... it's It counts. It's a, oh, I know. There will be a South Park song on there. <laughs> oh, boy. Or have you ever seen Cannibal the Musical? No. 
it was Matt and Matt Stone and Trey Parker's first movie before they got South Park. And it's just like the Donner Party, only it's a musical. <laughs> Sounds interesting. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's it for this week. We will be back next week. Woo! Yay. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Happy Star Wars Day, everybody. Oh, yeah. May the 4th be with you. And Revenge of the 5th. And, and this is the May. This is the May. Have you never heard that? Like, this is the way? Oh, no, I haven't. Oh, no. well, this is the May. <laughs> I thought you were trying to do It's Gonna Be May, and you no. messed it up. No. I saw a meme that was Joey Fatone, and it said, It's no longer April. <laughs> <laughs> I like that we don't see a lot of Billy Joel Armstrong when September ends memes anymore. We also don't see that it's going to be May as much. I feel like that was hot and then was way overdone. And then now there people are trying to find other ways around it. Yeah. Cause it was funny, but we, we killed it. We murdered that joke to the ground. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening to another episode of beside ourselves. It's time to flip the record over. <laughs> 